The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Today I'm going to challenge you to make a difference in this world. And by making a difference in this world, I'm asking you to make a difference inside yourself. Can you do that? Can you find a way to make a positive change inside yourself that will make a positive difference in your world today? Do you know that no matter what the change is that you make, It will reverberate through the lives of the people around you. No matter how small that change is inside of you, it makes a difference. So for this one hour, I want you to really listen. Pay attention. We've got some really great information today. Really timely information, too. See, you've created the world you live in. So I'm asking you, how can you change the things that you want to change? How can you change the things you don't particularly like about your world? How does this information apply to you? No, not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. Yeah, you can share information with other people. You can ask them to listen to this information and let them reflect on how it affects them. But you know, ultimately, you are the only person you can really change. And you're the only person you're responsible for. And you are the person that can truly make a difference in your world. Not by telling others what to do, not by orchestrating what you think they should be accomplishing in their world, not by writing a script for everyone around you, but by taking action in your world and within yourself, by creating and attracting more positive light. Yeah, I know you're busy. We're all very busy. We lead very, very busy lives, and I specialize in busy. I get it. But I also know that when I'm really busy, I'm distracted. I'm not focused on my goals. Are you doing that? Are you taking for granted the people in your life and the actions that are the most important? Are you spending your energy on things that don't really matter? And what are the choices that you make in your world? How do you decide how to spend your time? Do you think about the impact that that decision will make? We're great at hindsight, aren't we? We're great at looking back and going, oh, well, that's where the decision point was that resulted in where I am today. But I'm asking you to be able to look at today 
and see how you impact the future? How do you touch the lives of the people you meet? And do you create sunshine wherever you are? So let's start this morning by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? No, I had a lovely, cool, quiet morning to wake up to. Anybody who follows me on Facebook saw that one of my old cats was really enjoying the luxury of a cool morning. She's sound asleep on my pillow. That's okay. She reminded me to take a moment to meditate, to reflect, to enjoy the early morning. And as I was walking, I was noticing how easy it is to be grateful on a sunny morning. You know, it's so easy to look around and see the flowers and the sunlight and to be filled with a grateful heart. And then on my way home, I discovered one of our young cats, one of the colony, the strays, had been killed. And I had to bring myself back into gratitude for the fact that she briefly touched our lives. You see, she was a very loving and comical cat. She really enjoyed a good joke and a soft lap. And so I'm grateful to have had her, even for a short period of time. And then as I came home, and I came back into my kitchen, I'm grateful for the magic of baking. Do you know, I mean, there's something so fascinating about baking. You take these unrelated ingredients, you put them all together, you mix them up, and somehow, magically, when they go into the oven, they come out, merge together into a sweet and satisfying bread. Isn't that awesome? So this morning, I want to introduce our guest today. Our guest is Janie Mabe. She is a career coach who helps clients with career changes, job changes, or simply increasing their satisfaction with their current careers. She is certified in the Money Breakthrough Method, and she gives workshops on topics including healing your family's money legacy, clearing money clutter, and forgiving debt and other guilty money issues. She is sensitive to the fact that many men and women discussing money can bring out feelings of inadequacy, guilt, and anxiety. Using the Money Breakthrough Method principles has been proven to replace negatively charged emotions with feelings of empowerment and that following simple, consistent, and prudent action steps will turn your financial life from chaos into order. Good morning, Janie. Good morning, Mary Beth. Welcome to What Matters. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Good. Well, Janie, let's start with kind of who you are and and kind of where you come from. Uh, You're a certified career coach. So how did you get into the specifics of coaching on money issues? Well, it's a common and universal issue, and I coach professionals at every level of their career, people just starting out, mid-level, and people who have reached upper management and have made it as far as careers go. But it doesn't matter how much they make, virtually everyone has financial concerns. So when I came across this body of work about money, it made sense to me. Something clicked. And so I now incorporate it into my programs and into my coaching, and my clients find it to be very valuable. 
Well, I'm sure it's very valuable because it's a very, very emotionally charged topic um, and one that many people run from rather than look at. Uh, that's one of the problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure. Um, and how about timeliness? Why now? Why is it an important topic in this day? Well, I don't ever remember a time when there's been so much uncertainty and insecurity in the job market uh, and people worrying about their retirement and their financial future. In the last several decades, we got used to hearing terms like uh, mer- uh, mergers and acquisitions and company buyouts, things that would eliminate a job or a department or sometimes entire companies in the private sector. Today, even government jobs are not safe. They were once considered secure, but because of so many government jobs being contracted out, the contracts are six months, a year, maybe even five years, but they're finite, and people don't know what's ahead once that contract ends. So it just seems to be something that, virtually everyone is concerned about. Mm-hmm. So I want to do everything I can to give people the mindset and tools to cope with all this uncertainty. And instead of feeling like they're being blown around by the forces of change, feel like they're give them some power. I don't give it to them. They give it to themselves. They take it. Uh, and being in control of their financial destiny. Mm-hmm. Janie, is there a is there a why to this? Why do we get so emotionally tied into the the money, the what it repre- what it represents? Maybe I mean, it's it, you know, money for this culture is so emotionally charged. I mean, it's it, it has the whole gamut of emotions attached to it. Well, it affects every single aspect of our lives. Everything. Think about it. What you wear, what you eat, where you live, what kind of medical care you get, what you drive, um, your peace of mind, your security. It just, it pushes hot buttons because you may be okay in one of these areas, but there's bound to be another one that you are not okay with. Mm-hmm. And people, and it, your very survival depends on your ability to, in some way, have money to provide for your basic needs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, yeah, it's it's an emotional issue. Yeah, well, when you say hot buttons, I'm thinking landmines, you know, <laughs> kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm assuming that some of the way that we tie our emotions into money has to do with our money personalities. Is that accurate to say yes yes that is true why don't we um why don't you just kind of give us an overview of that the the money personalities what what that even means well there are five money personalities it means there's a set of characteristics that you have that falls roughly into a category and it drives, it motivates what you do and how you do it, and you are driven and 
motivated to do certain actions based on things you're not even aware of. It's it's so frequently unconscious, subconscious, something you were given as a young child before you had the ability to make any value judgments about whether or not it was beneficial or not. You just, by osmosis, you incorporate the values of your parents. They incorporated the values of their parents and so forth and so on. So this money personality type helps you of all the hundreds of characteristics we humans carry around, it helps you hone in on the specific area maybe you need to take a look at and take some action on. And is it um, like other kinds of uh, psychological aspects of our being, is it that we often either reflect or rebel against the values of the people that raised us? That's an interesting question uh, and very astute one because there are instances when people will do just the opposite of what their parents did and preached as a form of rebellion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. And they and sometimes they're aware. They're saying, you know, Janie, my father saved money. He was very good with money. He um, was frugal. He was this. He was that. But I, I feel like, you know, I've gone out and gotten myself into a ton of debt, and it's almost like I feel comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's a lot. The human psyche is pretty complex. Mm-hmm. Well, and, uh, I think we we really are very complex, but I I'm just kind of wondering. You know, many times people um, they begin to follow kind of in the footsteps of the behaviors, the attitudes, the beliefs of the people that raised them. And at some point, and I do believe it's unconscious, there is a decision that's made. The person doesn't really have an awareness that they made the decision, but they make a decision not to be that way. And it's almost as if a switch is flipped and they begin to act out in the opposite way, in, in the way that, you know, would, would never have been acceptable. And, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if that isn't – because I think sometimes I, what I see is that people change over the lifespan and they don't change – they're not aware of that change. You know, they might say, well, I've always been financially secure and now I've got this ton of debt and I don't even know how I did that. And, <laughs> and well, you know, somewhere there was a decision. There was something that made that okay, but then the behavior was still kind of under the radar. And it's almost always based on fear or meeting some unmet emotional need that we're trying to fill. Absolutely. Absolutely. And these things change as our life circumstances change. So, yeah, we start down a path and we don't even know why we're going down that path. But if you step back and look at it, you can look back five years from now or five years ago and say, oh, that's why I did that. But when we're in the midst of it, it's hard to see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And I think that's, you know, in my intro, I talked about, you know, we're really good at looking back and seeing the decision point, but can we see today the impact on tomorrow? Can we see that the decision that I make right now impacts something in my future? And I, I think what you're offering here in terms of a tool to identify the money personality types is a way to recognize that based on my personality type, I impact the future by these decisions. Yeah, this is a way of bringing all of that subconscious stuff to the forefront. And once you have, once you know what you're doing and why you're doing it, then you can take action to change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's truly the... Um, the value here is to bring it to your conscious awareness. Once exactly. You, oh, yes, it's, it's priceless. Once you, yeah, once you know, you have choice. If you don't know, there is no choice. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Janie, can you just kind of list for us the kind of the names of the personality types? Oh, sure. Um, there are five of them that I work with. Recognition, status, security, value, and love. <laughs> and what I'm going to be doing is giving a brief description of each and some of the strengths of each type and some of the weaknesses of each type and then given action action steps to recommend changes people can make if they recognize themselves in a certain personality type if it resonates with them then they can say, okay, maybe this is what I need to do. Maybe this is what I need to look at mm-hmm. that they might not have thought of before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this G- is not about being right or wrong. There is no correct money personality type or incorrect one. It's all about self-knowledge. And that's so important to say, Janie. Uh, you know, because I, I think it's so easy for us to say, oh, well, I should be doing that because that's the right way to do it. And I, I think any any personality trait isn't a right or wrong. It's just recognizing how you work with it. Yeah, whatever you're doing, there's a reason for it. There's no sense chastising yourself for it or feeling guilty about it. You start from today, once you have that awareness, and move forward. That's the only way you can do this, this whole thing is about adding to your self-worth account instead of withdrawing from it. Excuse the puns. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we have about two minutes here. Can you start us on one or, or even maybe before you start talking about each one specifically – how do you know? I mean, is there a questionnaire or a, you know, a, a way of how do you recognize yourself as which one? Well, first of all, as I give out the descriptions of the personality types, you are going to recognize yourself in one, possibly two. My experience in working with people has been that they will zero in on one primary type, but there will be a secondary type. Mm-hmm. And if I say, you know, you, the, the people in a certain personality type over, overthinks purchases, 
researches for months before they make a decision about buying a stove or a toaster. And if that's what they do, they're going to go, oh, is that why I'm doing that? I mean, you can't help but recognize yourself in this stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so the temptation is going to be, I can feel it already, the temptation is going to be that as people listen to this, they're going to start naming every every other person in their lives. Oh, oh that's my mother, that's, that's exactly my father, what I did when I first spouse. came across this. I'm sorry, did I interrupt? No, that, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was getting this information and processing it, and I was going, oh, yeah, so-and-so does that all the time. I just had a whole list of things that other people did, and I could, oh, he's definitely a security type. Oh, she's definitely a value type. It took a while, really, for me to get some distance and detach myself enough to go, okay, Janie, (laughs) this is you. And if so, you react okay. strongly right. to something that you see in someone else, there's a good chance that you should look inward on that. Right, it's, it's really thing. yours. <laughs> it's really exactly. Yours. All right, Janie, we have to go on break right now, so I'm just going to challenge our listeners to continue paying attention. We're going to go into the specific money personality types when we come back and pay attention for yourself. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest today is Janie Mabe. She's a career coach, certified career coach, who kind of specializes in coaching on money issues. She's certified in the money breakthrough method. 
And we were talking this morning about the five money personality types. And Janie, we've kind of built the foundation for, you know, how this affects us. So let's just go right into the money personality types. Tell, tell us about one of them. Okay. Uh, the first one we'll talk about is recognition. Um, if you are the recognition personality type, in addition to obviously recognition, you crave the respect of others. You are creative and inquisitive, love to explore new and unusual opportunities. However, these characteristics, while serving you in some areas, can lead to problems in the financial area. Uh, some more characteristics are you're likely to invest in unproven enterprises with a potential for high return but also high risk. And you don't like being wrong, so because you don't like being wrong and admitting a mistake, you're tending, you tend to stay with a bad investment rather than cut your losses. And so you tend to be slow responding to difficult money situations. So instead of getting better, they get worse. And also, you rebel against traditional authority and advice. I think this is where you'll recognize the um, rebellion aspect that you mentioned earlier in the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think you can win in a big money-making opportunity with a risky inv- investment, you're likely to do that. But in doing so... On the outside, it appears like you're being powerful and proactive, but what you're frequently doing is giving up your power to others by relying too heavily on their advice and information instead of choosing your own. But now there are gifts to being a recognition type. Um, Recognition type, money personality types, are creative, have inquisitive minds, they love to explore new opportunities. They think outside the box. If you have someone like this on your team at work, you're lucky because they're great team players and colleagues. They'll support and validate you if you have an, an, a creative or unusual idea. And so there are very positive attributes to this personality type. Now, if you recognize yourself in in this type, some empowering action steps you can take is join an investment club with that may be on the conservative side with an established reputation and proven track record. Take advantage of their collective wisdom and experience in investing. And if you've already saved three to six months of living expenses, to indulge that side of you, create a play money account that you can use for speculative investments. But be sure you limit this to an amount you can afford to lose. If it does well, you can celebrate. But if it doesn't do well, your financial stability is not threatened. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this type, since they're a little too trusting, adopt a trust but verify mentality 
when approaching any group or any new investment opportunity. Say that again, Janie, and kind of explain that a little bit more. Well, like for instance, if you're investigating investment groups to join to increase your financial stability, do your due diligence. And if you have an uncle's cousin's sister-in-law who (laughs) is a financial advisor and you really want to go with that person, don't let emotion overcome logic in terms of checking the background, checking the facts. Use, Use your intuition and make sure that you're getting into something that is solid and not fly-by-night. Fly mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Now, All right. no amount of spending or investing, win or lose, is going to compensate for a lack of self-respect. So it's important for this type to find venues for achievement that will gain the respect of others. But more importantly, you want to work on your self respect. Now, when I'm talking about this material, this is one of the places where people say, well, Janie, how do you do that? It's so easy for you to say. Well, that is true. Um, it is It is not necessarily a, a one-hour or one-day process. It's, it is, there's a lot of work to developing and increasing your self-esteem. Um, I have a quote. It's very important, though. I have a quote from um, Nathaniel Brandon on this. We have reached a moment in history when self-esteem, which always has been a supremely important psychological need, has also become a supremely important economic need. (laughs) Now, I like this quote because it's true, more than ever today, but also I find it interesting that the copyright of this book is 1994, and that shows, again, how timely and timeless this issues, these, these issues are. Um, it sounds like I've gone off on a little bit of a tangent, but I just wanted to give listeners this bonus tip um, the Six Pillars of Self-Esteem is one of the best books on increasing your self-worth and self-esteem that I've come across. Mm-hmm. So if you are interested in this area, you might want to make note of that and check the book out. And then you said that's The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. Uh-huh. Great. By Nathaniel Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-E-N. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. All right, Janie, let's go on to the next one. Okay. The next one is status. The status personality type attempts to fill a void deep inside by displaying their wealth and possessions. They're compulsive spenders. They like to show off new purchases. These are the people who are the first to buy the next best thing. They are the ones who are likely to stand in line at the Apple store to buy the latest iPhone. They're very conscious of uh, name brands. They will go out. A woman, for instance, will go out and purchase a Coach or Prada handbag, even if it has to go on a credit card. 
And for men, it might be getting the latest and greatest BMW convertible or whatever means having arrived to them and uh, showing it off. No, that's not gender specific. I know women who would buy the latest and greatest convertible. (laughs) And there are men who will buy Louis Vuitton luggage, you know. That's right, or the clothes. clothes. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So the gifts of the status type are, they're very, they tend to be very charismatic and charming. They're likely to pick up the tab for an expensive dinner with friends, even if they can't afford it. They're fun, exciting, charismatic people to be around, and they live life to the fullest. So if you have someone like this in your circle, you probably recognize them immediately, or maybe you are that person. Um, Some empowering action steps for a status type to take is go ahead and show off, but instead of showing off some purchase you've made, show off how much you're saving and investing and be careful to put your money into appreciating assets like money market or bonds as opposed to something that's going to obviously depreciate like a car. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Another empowering action step for special occasions like Christmas or birthdays, instead of going overboard, decide in advance how much to spend so that you rein in your natural inclination to be overly generous. Hmm. And because this type is very busy, having fun, they sometimes neglect to take the practical steps, the nuts and bolts to secure their financial future. It's just not exciting work to them, so they can tend to ignore it. So if you don't already have one and you're, you recognize yourself as a status personality type, set up a savings account and by all means pay yourself first with a deposit from each and every paycheck, even if it's just $10 at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that um, make it 20 seconds easier. Just set it up as an automatic so that you don't have to think about it and you don't have to make that decision every time. That is so much easier than sitting down and writing that check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Thank mm-hmm. you. Shall I go on to the next one? Yes, please do. Okay, the next personality type is security. Now, in theory, the security type is the one we should all be striving for. Outwardly, they're doing everything right. They're saving, living within their means. They're almost always debt-free. The one exception would be possibly a mortgage on their home. However, security types carry emotional baggage based on fear of, of losing what they have and operate from a mindset of lack rather than abundance. They live frugally no matter how much they make. This is the type that overthinks purchases. Um, If they're going to buy a new refrigerator, they'll spend days researching every name brand out there. They'll subscribe to Consumer Reports, which is not a bad thing. It's It's not what you do. It's the mindset behind why you're doing it. They'll Google lots of names and compare 
features and prices, and only when they are absolutely sure they've gotten the best deal in town will they purchase, and then they'll bargain for a discount Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, because they have a deep-seated fear of losing everything they have. A lot of people like this maybe came from... um, Struggles. (laughs) A family that didn't have a lot of money. Mm Mm-hmm. And they have managed to accumulate money in their adult lives, but they never lose that fear of going back and not having it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I always joked that um, I always made two jokes about my own family legacy. One was I I always say that I come from a long line of poverty, and the other is that I was raised by parents who survived the depression and survived the depression as young adults, not as children. So mm-hmm. they they truly did experience those struggles and i don't i don't think you can ever underestimate that impact that <laughs> that that had you know i i joke all the time i was an adult i um i was well into my adult years before i knew that you could throw away plastic bags and tin foil and <laughs> <laughs> and you know and those were so symbolic for you know that that fear of having nothing even when that was never the case for for me growing up there was never a time when we wanted for anything and you know certainly as my parents retired they they were very comfortable and yet they never believed that yeah well it's the it's the mindset of poverty that i like to help people get away from you know, you don't have to save every single coupon you get at the grocery store. You don't have to go and buy what the coupon is for just to save that $2 off. Um, just relax a little bit. Uh, get yourself more into a mindset of the universe is full of abundance. There's enough for us all. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, so... Because of the fear and anxiety they have, they have a compulsive need to manage every single penny that enters or exits their life. They're just compulsive in this way. However, like all the other types, there are gifts to being a security type. They're good at saving money. They're rarely in debt. They they excel at creating financial security for themselves and their family. They have a deep regard for money and the power it has to create freedom. Now, my action step recommendations for this security type is that they create an account just for fun money. Just set it aside and say, I'm not going to buy, you know, clothing or gas for the car or groceries with this, I'm going to spend on, I'm going to a spa or, I mean, whoever, whatever your example of luxury is, maybe it's getting a massage, maybe it's getting a manicure, Um, but spend that money, once you get to a certain amount, spend it for something you would not otherwise indulge in. And when you're doing all that research for a new purchase, try to focus on the excitement of getting something new rather than agonizing so much over making sure you get the best deal. Don't take all the fun out of it. Just buy something new. You've earned it. You deserve it. So this this is the personality type that truly has to 
has to allow themselves to let money be fun. And that is so difficult for some people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are ways to get there. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes, and it's baby steps. That's why this creating a separate fun money savings account is so powerful. And if you're a secure money personality type, do not settle for being underemployed just because you're afraid of losing what you have and disrupting the status quo. Sometimes this type, they undervalue their work. If they're an entrepreneur, maybe they undercharge for their services. If they're an employee, they settle for far less salary than they deserve. So they should learn to stand in their power and speak up and claim what is rightfully theirs. Mm-hmm. Well, Janie, we're about to go on break. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I know that you have two more personality types to talk about. And you also, you have a really exciting giveaway for us. And our listeners will have to come back after the break in order to hear about that. Yes, they will. Okay. Well, uh, thank you so much, Janie. And we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest has been Janie Mabe. She's a certified career coach, and she specializes in coaching on money issues. And so far, Janie, you've shared with us three of the five money personality types. And, uh, you know, I'm 
already got myself all over the place. So let's go on with those next two. Are you saying you recognize yourself in some of these? Uh, two out of the three so far, so let's just keep going, see how many more I can match. <laughs> okay, the next two are value and love. I'll start with value. Uh, the value money personality type is just on the verge of, or perhaps already in the victim mentality. And this is something I'm sure everyone listening is either in or knows someone who's in victim mentality. It's pretty pervasive. Mm-hmm. Um, you're fundamentally a good person, but you desire to please others and put others' needs above your own. And that depletes your energy and leaves you feeling powerless. And instead of feeling good, sometimes you give to the point of resentment. So if you're a value money personality type, you're susceptible of being taken advantage of by others. You tend to create debt as a result of things just happening to you. You know, you, get a, you feel like you're making progress, and then you've got a flat tire to take care of. It's like life just happens no matter what, and you just keep, you know, digging yourself more deeply into debt. You know, Janie, that's a oh, – I never even thought of that. I had a client once that um, was explaining to me that she was about to lose her house. It was being foreclosed on. And her whole um, – explanation of that was because at her work she had been working overtime for years and they cut her overtime and therefore she didn't have the money to make her house payment so she was very comfortable with losing her house because it wasn't her fault I was baffled And she wasn't able to stand in her power and demand overtime or, God forbid, get another job. Or get another, yeah, or do something. It wasn't her fault. See, it it was the company's fault. They cut her overtime. And I, I, but overtime is never guaranteed. But she had made her, her lifestyle based on that. And when that wasn't there, well, it wasn't her fault. That gets back to the examples we see as children, mm-hmm. as a way of being that we just simply absorb without any value judgment says, this is the way life is. Mm-hmm. And this is not the way life is necessarily. It can be that way for you, but it doesn't have to be. So when the value type gets to a point of frustration, they will go out and make a purchase to make themselves feel better, and they'll say, I deserve it. You know, they might buy something they can't afford, but they tell themselves, they justify it by saying, I've, you know, I've given and given and given, and I deserve a gift or a treat for this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, these are wonderful people. They have an admirable generosity of spirit they're inclined to be involved in social causes they tend to root for and sympathize with the underdog they are totally trustworthy 
and valued by others as a good and loyal friend. And I'm sure this client of yours is valued as a good and loyal employee. Mm-hmm. The fact that mm-hmm. it was to her detriment is not good, but I'm sure her employer valued her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So some empowering steps steps value personality types need to take is learn to say no and create boundaries. You can begin, if you're that type, by practicing saying no in a non-threatening situation so that it's easier to say no in the more important and difficult situations. But you have to not have so-called porous boundaries. You have to establish firm boundaries and stick to them. If you're supporting family and friends, and that support takes the form of loaning money, create a habit of supporting them emotionally rather than financially. I actually know people in this type who have borrowed money in order to lend it to a friend in need. Oh, my. (laughs) Now, that's taking it pretty far. (laughs) Uh, the value personality type for them, well, this is important for everyone, but this is so important for them to make a commitment to save three months living expenses before they even think about loaning or giving money to anyone else. And then not giving that fund away. (laughs) Oh, no. Because because it's there. (laughs) I mean, I can just see how that would go. Save the three months and then give it away. Oh, man, that would defeat the purpose, wouldn't it? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are this type, learn to value yourself. That's so crucial. And not only that, it's good for those around you. I I noticed in your intro you talked about how when – I'm sure I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember your exact wording. You talked about how when you – empower yourself or raise yourself up to a higher level, you influence those around you. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it's an exponential benefit that just keeps spreading. Mm-hmm. So you, you're not disempowering others if you uh, refuse to lend them money. You empower your circle by valuing yourself. Well, that's, that is really great information. Keep going. Okay. The final personality type is love. And we all need love and want love, but for this personality type, um, they feel like sometimes that they're on the outside looking in. They are not feeling the love that they need, and they spend money in attempt to fill that need, and also they will spend money to be a part of the group. If uh, the group from the office is going to an expensive restaurant and they want to belong, they'll buy that expensive lunch just so that they can be part of so they can feel included. The internal pressure to belong, join in, or please others can cause them to spend money on things that they later regret. Mm-hmm. They avoid knowing how much they spend and how much they have in debt. This is the ostrich approach. (laughs) They often go on buying binges 
to feel this emotional need. However, no amount of spending works. It never feels like enough. They can buy and buy and buy, but the next day, that hunger, that hole in their heart or being is still there. They tend to ignore bank or credit card statements, and they feel disassociated from money. Um, it doesn't. This is sort of going to sound contradictory, but even though so much emotion is tied up in this uh, money personality type, they have very little emotional connection to money. They just sort of disassociate themselves from the actual money. And so when uh, they're hit with a money problem, a serious one, the converse is true, and it can cause a real emotional charge that will put them into avoidance mode. And a fear mode, a real intense fear mode. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So some of the gifts this money personality types, they make people around them feel loved, friends and family. They're very generous and willing to help others. They're definitely givers. And they have this trust that everything's going to be okay and there you know there will be more money for that came from it may be unrealistic but they just that's how they justify some of their behavior mm-hmm. now some of the empowering action steps for the the love type is if you are that type you really need to examine what you're missing in your emotional life so you can figure out a way of fulfilling that need that does not involve spending money. You can pamper yourself in many ways without spending money. You need to pay off credit card balances each month. That action step will help you feel a greater connection to and relationship with money. And with your hopefully new awareness... Before making a purchase, ask yourself the question, am I buying this because I need it or am I buying it to make myself feel better? Mm -hmm. If you're buying it because you really need it, go ahead. But if you're buying it just to give yourself that temporary high or um, shopping therapy, as it's commonly (laughs) known, it's it's not going to last. It's not going to, you know, two days later it's going to be gone and need to be refilled. Right. Okay, Let's, Janie, um, we're about three minutes to close, so talk to me about the freebie. Let's talk oh. about that gift that you have for our listeners today. Okay. Uh, it is called the Money Breakthrough Quiz, and they can download it by going to www.thesecrettogettinghired.com forward slash quiz. Now, we've talked a whole lot about the issues of each of the personality types. This money breakthrough quiz starts getting into the solutions. There are questions about forgiveness, setting boundaries, taking action, empowerment steps you can take, and 
getting into the right mindset you need to be in to do all of these. Well, and that sounds I like a, a great tool. I mean, that I really... don't, it is. It's, it's wonderful. It's very thought-provoking. And I don't think I mentioned this to you before, but I am giving a teleseminar just on the Money Breakthrough Quiz um, explaining how you can use it and how you can work with the action steps to empower you if you have recognized yourself in any of the money personality types. Wow. So, so um, how would someone register for that? Well, if they register for the free quiz, the Money mm-hmm. Breakthrough Quiz, I will send them a notice on exactly the time. It's it's going to be next Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, but I will send them all the details, how to call in, and more information about that. Mm-hmm. That's great. What a gift. I mean, just you you really kind of whet our appetite here, and, you know, there's some, some things that are, have created some curiosity. I'm sure people listening have found themselves in at least one of those personality types, perhaps more. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the, the free quiz and then the, uh, the potential for the teleseminar, just uh, incredible gifts. Thank you so much, Janie, for well, being on the show today. Well, you're entirely welcome. I enjoyed it. Um, do I have one more minute? You have 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. Well, I just wanted to mention that I'm sure you notice similarities between the different money types, and there, you're right. There are lots of common threads in these. However, what is different, the circumstances and reasons for how you got these characteristics and why you do what you do, that is what varies. Mm-hmm. So okay, so that, it's... TheSecretToGettingHigher.com and... TheSecretToGettingHigher.com forward slash quiz. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Janie. It's been awesome. If you are listening today, this is your call to action. Go out there, make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.